The experience of pushing yourself, testing yourself, of failing, of succeeding, building on that to the next is essential. And I think that if you can take any opportunity that you have, whether it's a positive or a negative, but grow from it, learn from it, and, and carry that experience into your next attempt at what, whatever you're gonna do, I think it emboldens you to say, you know what, it's not just about being the best, it's about striving to be the best. Welcome to another episode of the ROI podcast presented by the Indiana University Kelly School of Business. I'm your host, Matt Martella, joined by Teresa Mackin, my coworker and assistant director of communications and media relations for Kelly here at IUPUI. Our show's mission is to help organizations make better business decisions. And before we jump into the content, I just want to give a special welcome to our first-time guests who are joining us. Just thank you so much for finding our content valuable, enough so to invest your time into this episode. If you enjoy the show, we would love for you to rate and review. That just helps our show grow. And if you have a question you're wrestling with as a leader, if you need some advice on what to do as your organization is growing, or you just simply want to recommend a guest for our show, shoot us an email to ROIPod. That's R-O-I-P-O-D at I-U-P-U-I dot E-D-U. Well, it's hard to believe the 2019 NFL season is here, and we couldn't think of a better way to kick off the season than sit down with some former NFL players to discuss how the competition side and teamwork of football relate with business acumen, and even how they're trading in their shoulder pads for an MBA. Yeah, we talked with two former NFL players who are part of a partnership between the NFL Players Association and the Kelly School of Business. The first former player is Lester Archambeau, who played as a defensive end in the NFL for 11 seasons with the Packers, Falcons, and Broncos. He's now the senior player director for the NFL Players Association, or NFLPA. I think like most people in their career, you, you reach a point and you say that, you know, how can I add more value to myself? And um, I really enjoy what I do, and I, and I felt like the uh, an MBA was the right thing to kind of give me another feather in my cap um, to provide the education and, and the awareness that an MBA would, would afford me so that I could do my job even better. We also spoke with Andy Studebaker, who played eight years in the NFL as a linebacker with the Chiefs and the Colts. He's a father of four and a player director for the NFL Players Association. And he's getting his MBA right now through the Kelly NFLPA partnership. When you're playing football, you're busy, life is hectic, you're moving around the country, you, and, and then all of a sudden your career's over. And you've gained all these skills, you have this network, you've met these amazing people, you have these sort of soft skills, hard work, teamwork, delayed gratification, preparation, you know, the ability to endure pain in order to have you know, long-term success. Those are all really great skills I think we learn as football players. I think going, leaving the game, I realize that those only are gonna take you so far. They're gonna open a lot of doors. Um, it's gonna open a lot of opportunities up for you, but you have to invest in some harder skills. You have to have some knowledge. You have to have something, once you get in the door, you have to have something to help you differentiate yourself. and. Um, I realized I was lacking that. I really was, you know, and for, over the course of a decade, technology has changed, business has changed, the economy has changed, the world has changed, and I was sort of isolated in a, in a world where, you know, it was just football. I was just doing football, which had not really changed that much. And so 
I needed an extra um, set of skills to help me further my career. So what's interesting to me about that, the, the concept of merging MBA training with NFL experience, is that it wasn't all that different. I'll say this, the NFL taught you to compete. It taught you how to operate under stressful situations. It taught you how to read people, how to interact with others who are stressed out and kind of trying to get the best out of them, right? Because the NFL, I think, is, is the ultimate team sport. Um, it's also very cutthroat. And so that you, you've got to manage emotions, you've got to manage thought process. Well, when you, you translate that into an MBA, and the MBA is saying, okay, all these things that you learned as a player, how to compete, strategy, opponents, preparation, all those things, they kind of formulated it into a scientific thing that actually on the education fr framework teaches you that, okay, it's a verification of what you learned as a player. It does apply to the business world. Now, but these are the, this is the language, right? Instead of um, flat out physical competition, now you're talking about a financial competition. You're talking about uh, competition with, with other competitors in the marketplace and how you can go about fr framing those competitions into returns. And I think that just equips you really well for uh, success in the business world. Lester completed his MBA through the Kelly School in 2018. This program is really unique. It offers NFL players, both former and current, the opportunity to pursue a Kelly graduate certificate or Kelly MS or MBA degrees all online. So specifically, Lester says the management and strategy courses were really important. We're in a sport, you know, the NFL that changes constantly. Our rosters flip about every three years. Uh, even internally, our staff turns to, tends to turn over a little bit and on direction shifts so that we'll have different programs or different motivations for different times. You know, you've got a, a lockout or a work stoppage or something like that, right? Then you've got smooth times where you're trying to develop programs. So the ability to kind of just manage change uh, was really interesting to me and how that, how that is, you know, I'll say strategically done. It wasn't always easy for them. Andy didn't have much of a business background before this, right, Andy? No, so I think I didn't have exposure to a lot of this stuff. I was not a business major in college. So I was applied health science. I thought I was gonna do the therapy route, physical therapy, um, and I had a minor in Spanish. And so I really never took any business courses. Um, and so just all of this is a little brand new for me, so my learning, my learning curve is a little, little slower than most probably, but I think what I, what I enjoy most about the coursework is that I think it's relevant. Um, I'm, seeing it, I'm seeing it play out in my daily life. I'm starting to understand how businesses work, how people make decisions. And I think without that, I wouldn't be given that perspective. The Kelly partnership with the NFLPA offers those current and former players the opportunity to pursue that degree with other professionals, not just other athletes. Andy says he brought unique skills from his background as an athlete to his teams in the master's program and learned from others in different fields. Certainly a diverse group of, of people. You know, some people are like me, just starting out. Some people, this is their second, third master's degree, and some people have their PhDs. Some are in engineering and chemistry, and they're just all over the place. And you think, wow, this in that environment, you learn the world is a very big place, and um, there's a lot of different opinions, a lot of perspectives that are going to influence what we're about to learn. And with, without that, you'd miss something, I think. So the question is, what can you bring to this group? I know what it is to work really hard. I know what it is to be evaluated in front of millions of people, scrutinized, either good or bad. I can bring that to a group and say, hey, how, how can I add my experience to your master's in engineering or whatever it is, you know? And 
how can I add, how can I complement that? How can your experience complement what I'm going to bring? And that's where teams are formed. And if you look at why I think athletes add a, are beneficial in these types of environments is they understand what team culture looks like. Not everybody's the quarterback. Some people are just a role player and they have a specific skill set that really benefits the group. And that's what we try. That's what I try to bring to each one of my groups. I, I fully admit I'm not the smartest one in each group. At the same time, find what you're good at, excel in it, and, and try to complement those around you. I like to frame football uh, as the human high performance business. That's what it is. I mean, you're getting these athletes who are, you know, bright, athletic, strong. They, they know how to make their bodies do things that other people can't. They just flat out can't. Um, and in business, it's, it's not that different. I mean, you talk about flexibility in business as being really important. Obviously, an athletic is really important for a different reason, but it's the same concept, right? You want to keep your business flexible because you don't want it to get hurt. You don't want a downturn in the market to actually kill your business. You want to be able to shift gears and move in a different direction. And those kind of things really do parallel uh, business to sport. And, and I think that you know players, especially in today's world, they're getting exposed even more to how much entrepreneurism is out there and, and how much sports actually does translate into business. You look at all these athletes that are kind of doing that transition, uh, some while they're still playing. But you look at that, and I think it's a very encouraging thing, because I think, um, especially with a program like Kelly, you've now not only got a, an experience from the NFL, whether it's two years or 10 years, but you've got an ability to, to combine that with a, an educational experience that's gonna equip you to face all the challenges that the business world will face, just like you faced them on the athletic field. Here's the faculty chair of the Kelly School's executive degree programs, Professor Rich Majuka. You know, if you look at the schedule that an NFL player has maintained from college, high school to college to the NFL, people remark upon their schedules in terms of discipline. And there's no question that the discipline is part of it. But it's also working, you know, towards a goal with others, the discipline of, of working with others to reach a common goal is an, a very important aspect of sort of the uh, athlete's uh, regimen, if you will. And I think that that is a carryover when they are in some of the business courses that I teach. Part of the uh, training uh, of an athlete is that they have to learn how to improve and to learn how to improve is rooted in being able to um, accurately look at where you've um, fallen short, where you've had you know, a failure. And if, if you can't accurately diagnose uh, what you're doing wrong, it is very difficult to improve. I think that that is a trait, a characteristic that athletes bring to their studies that are re really very important. So two things stick out to me in regard to these conversations. The parallels between sports and business and the takeaways from what they've learned during their time in the NFL. So Lester went to the Super Bowl with the Falcons in 1999. They played the Denver Broncos, but they lost. He took us inside the tunnel with him as he was watching the Broncos celebrate their win, and he talked about what he learned from that experience. Playing in the Super Bowl and being in literally the sport's largest stage was personally just a phenomenal experience. Um, but, you know, in the time, you get caught up in it. And for me as a player, I, it wasn't about playing in the Super Bowl. 
It was about playing the Denver Broncos. It was about winning a football game and doing everything that I personally could do, right? Um, so I was actually, and I'll share the personal experience, I actually played the game out of a pretty bad injury two weeks earlier, and so I wasn't necessarily at 100%. But literally, I was going to give everything I had to, to play in that game and, and help my team win. Um, we didn't win. We lost. They were the better team that day. Um, and literally, I was walking off the field saying this has been a miserable experience. I was so angry and, you know, that whole thing. But, you know, I stopped myself in the tunnel and I reflected back, turned around, and I made myself watch the Broncos as they built the stage and they got up there. And you look at it and say, you know, they were the pinnacle. They had won the game, and that's fantastic. But the experience of being there, the journey that it had taken, the, the 16 weeks of the NFL season, the, the weeks and, and hours in, in rehab for me to try and play in this game, you know, all enabled me to have this phenomenal experience that so very few people ever had. And so I think that, you know, as you, as like, how's that, how does that translate? How does it translate to the rest of my life? Well, the experience of pushing yourself, testing yourself, of Failing, of succeeding, building on that to the next is essential. And I think that if you can take any opportunity that you have, whether it's a positive or a negative, but grow from it, learn from it, and, and carry that experience into your next attempt at what, whatever you're going to do, I think it emboldens you to say, you know what, it's not just about being the best. It's about striving to be the best and investing in yourself and pouring your energies to, to achieve a goal. And I think when you do that, you find great satisfaction whether you actually end up being the best or you just make yourself the best you can possibly be. Andy also had some exciting stories to share from his first game in the NFL. He got two interceptions off Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. But here's the inside story about how those came to be. So when you come in and you have immediate success, it's like you woke up on third base and thought you hit a triple. You know, um, Okay, let's look back at those two interceptions since you brought them up. The first one, I blew the coverage. I was supposed to be covering, I think it was Heath Miller across the middle, and he beat me across my face. And if had I given up, heaven, I, I got beat. So if I would have given up, I wouldn't have gotten the pick. But the ball bounced off his chest, and I ended up recovering because I didn't give up. So it wasn't because I did something really superhuman. It's because I made a mistake and didn't quit because of a mistake. Number two, an edge rusher comes off the edge, hits the quarterback as he's throwing, the ball gets all wobbly. Maybe I would have picked it, maybe I wouldn't have, but without that hit, the ball would have certainly been coming a lot faster, and maybe it wasn't even gonna come my way. So it took a team in order to make that play. So two lessons I learned from even that one game where I got all the credit was that one of those interceptions was from a mistake that I made, and the other one, came because of someone else's efforts. And is that not applicable in business today, right? Like, how applicable is that? I may not understand everything we're doing, but if I can lean on you, we're all gonna achieve success together. And so even those little examples, um, you know, I, I think are beneficial for people. When you're young and you have a lot of success, it's a terrible teacher. Early in my career, having that success, it was hard not to believe in your own hype. And so putting your nose down and staying the course and continuing to just, to just take one step at a time in your career, um, it's helpful. It's helpful to have older mentors along the way who can remind you, you're never as good as you think you are and you're never as bad as you think you are. And if you can believe that every single day in the NFL, in business, in school, you're probably gonna be okay.
To finish off our conversations with Lester, Andy, and Rich, we asked them to give us some advice for success that any business professional could implement. And we wanted to start with Professor Rich Majuka. I have been the faculty chair of our online programs for 20 years now. And uh, students often ask about what uh, I have been able to learn by interacting with uh, other students and seeing companies operate over these uh, two decades. I don't have any pithy keys to success, but I am struck how often when speaking to students, when looking, uh, listening to leaders at companies, and also just thinking about how our own programs have unfolded, that taking the the chance to being in the game winds up having such a large influence on what actually occurs. The reason why so many people say being in the game is such an important part of this, taking that chance, is because you realize how often you were selected simply because you were one of the few people who put your hand up. And it, it wasn't because of some great insight that uh, those who were selecting had. It wasn't that they were looking for something uh, and they uncovered it within you. It often is just that uh, you had a passion for it. You seemed to be capable. And they said, go for it. Let's see what you can do. And... You should never underestimate that. Matt, Andy Studebaker talked a lot about humility, having the courage and presence to know when you don't know everything. It's easy to walk into a room and have a lot of confidence and assume that you're, you're in a position that you're not. I think the number one key to success is to admit that you might not know everything. And I have struggled with that in my own life personally, right? So I can speak from experience and I can also speak to where that is changing my perspective on that has helped out. When you couple humility with an, an insatiable desire to compete and succeed, I think you can be really dynamic. And where people struggle is I think they, they have too much pride to admit that they might not know everything, so they either don't start something and they stay away from an opportunity or they enter an opportunity and burn bridges all along the way. If you can enter something new with humility and be willing to be vulnerable to fail and also have a desire to compete and to win, that's a really fine line to walk. And if you're willing to walk it and stay the course, I think you'll have a really great opportunity in front of you, a great experience. And for Lester Archambeau, it's all about believing in yourself. One of the best things about being a former NFL player um, is having the ability to reflect on the experience and pulling that into the next thing I do. And I think that whether you're a football player or you're just a normal person in, in, in the business world, there's certain attributes that just you have to rely on. You have to develop in yourself. I think one of those is absolute fortitude. And fortitude isn't just being big, strong, and simple. I don't mean like a physical challenge. But most of life, including the NFL, it's a mental challenge. And I think the, the encouragement I would, I would give to people is that belief in yourself is one of the strongest things on the planet. And I think that if you, if you take your belief in yourself and apply it to any specific thing, that it's gonna equip you to find success. You know, um, in football we always say, hey, you can't be scared. 
we literally say S scared. It's just kind of a funny, funny term. But the, the idea was that don't be afraid to fail. And don't be afraid of success. Both things kind of carry weight. Obviously, failure, everybody thinks about being, being a negative thing. But success can be really hard, too, sometimes because then the pressure's on. And one of the things that you know, we, we've always talked about in locker rooms is like, hey, I do want to be the best at what I'm doing. Right? And everybody thinks about the Tom Brady's of the world or J.J. Watt. You've got these guys that are superstars. And they're really no different than everybody else. Maybe a little bigger, stronger, faster, whatever. But ultimately, it's their will to, to succeed that's made them as great as they are. And I think that will to succeed translates into the business world too. I think into every, everyday students that are out there, you know, it's not just about being a star athlete, it's about being a star where you are. And if that's in, as an, in accounting, if that's in design, if that's in engineering, that's great, but you gotta have that belief in yourself. And once you do, once you really try to, I'll say like go all in with belief in yourself, you're gonna find success at what you're striving to achieve. This has been another episode of the ROI podcast presented by the Indiana University Kelly School of Business. I'm your host, Matt Martella, alongside Teresa Mackin, Assistant Director of Communications and Media Relations for Kelly School here at IUPUI. We'll see you next week.